Welcome to Equipus Christchurch. Equipus Church is a whole lot of friends championing one another to go higher in Christ. For more details, check out our website at equipuschurch.com forward slash Christchurch. So that's what we're going to talk about this morning is, is, um, is listening to God. Um, and uh, the reason I wanted to talk about this is, well, I mean, I feel like for a lot of us, sometimes it can feel like we're not, we're not sure what God's saying or, or when he's speaking, but I believe God is speaking all the time, but are we listening? You know, I mean, if we just talk about listening itself, listening's really, really important. You know, like, if you're not listening to people who are talking to you, well, I mean, for a start, it's probably quite rude, but also, um, <laughs> you know, like, listening is, is really the foundation of, of uh, one of the main foundations of relationship. And without listening, we cannot uh, really understand where somebody's coming from. And, and basically, we're just all individuals if, if we're not listening to each other. Doing whatever the heck we want, saying whatever we want. But, I mean, really, there's no point talking if nobody's listening to you anyway, really, right? Um, so, <laughs> you know, so listening is important. It doesn't matter if you're a, a student in class and you're being taught something. You know, you've got to listen to learn. All right, whether you're at work getting delegated a new task or it's a new job and you're there for the first day, you've got to listen to take in, well, what actually am I supposed to be doing here, right? You know, whether you're on like an Air New Zealand flight, your attention is required to listen when they're doing the safety briefings. You know, you may have heard it a million times before, but your attention is still required to listen. Or no, what about those times when you go skydiving? Who's, who's been skydiving before? Cool, awesome. I've never been skydiving, but you know, so I can't relate. But anyway, um... I mean, if there are instructions, you know, you want to listen to what they're telling you. You don't want to get to the edge of the plane and, and then jump out and be like, well, what did they tell me I was supposed to do now? That's probably not a good idea. I would really encourage you to listen in those safety briefings. Not to mention, if you're in a relationship or you're married, if you're not listening to your significant other, well, it's, yeah, you, sh- you should be listening. Um, I mean, who, who, who's been told off for not listening before? Yeah? I'm sure we've all been there. Like, it's not, you know, it's not particularly fun when somebody tells you off and calls you out, calls you out on it, but um, it's something we all have to learn to do when we're growing up. We have to learn to listen. We have to, we have to learn that it's important to listen. We can't, unfortunately, yeah, we can't just, just listen to ourselves and do anything that we want to do. We have to um, hear what other people are saying. <laughs> this is how the world works. Um, but on the flip side of that, who has, who has felt like they haven't been heard or listened to before? Yeah? It's, again, it's, a, it's another thing. You, you, you understand what it's like to not listen, but you also understand what it's like to not be heard. And it can be, you know, quite annoying, frustrating. Uh, you know, you can, it can feel kind of quite sad when somebody's not listening to your point of view. Um, you know, whether somebody's just talked over the top of you or, or ignored you or whatever. You know, I feel for my wife sometimes. Um, sometimes, sometimes when I get home from work, I'm, I'm not particularly, um, with it. Um, just busy days, you know, you get, you get tired. Um, and sometimes when I get home, I'm just, I just zone out for a second. I mean, my job, I'm a physiotherapist, so my job is to ask questions and listen to people and talk to them for most of my day. So I get home and sometimes I'm a bit talked out. Um, (laughs) and unfortunately, sometimes that means that for my wife, Joanne, she's talking to me and... Either I'm, I'm just like, uh, sorry, sorry, what? And she has to repeat herself again. 
sometimes a week later we're talking about something. She's like, remember I told? I was like, no, I, d- I don't remember you told me that. Um, so, um, I just, I'm being honest. I'm sorry, Joanne, for the times that I do that. I don't think I'm as bad as I used to be. I'm not sure. Um, really not sure. Um, but maybe maybe that's because Joanne's learned to try and not discuss anything important when I first get home from work. So it's that, that learning. Um, if it's important, maybe we'll just wait a little bit to, to talk about those things when I'm a bit more with it again. Um, recharged. But uh, uh, also maybe it's just that I don't realize that, um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still not listening. I'm, I'm not sure. But it's something we have to learn to do. Um, one thing I do know is that I am, I'm a bit like my dad in this way. My dad is awesome. I love my dad. He's a, he's a great man. He's, he's a very patient man. Um, but sometimes trying to get his attention is the hardest thing to do. It's, uh, yeah, my wife will know. It's, you know, we, we go to say, Dad, Dad, when are we going to go and, you know, or go to Mitre 10 and get the supplies so we can start, you know, building whatever? Or when are, when are we leaving to, to go down to, to go up to Christchurch for the weekend? Wh- what's happening? And you talk to him, you ask him a question, and just nothing. If he's on the computer, he's just focused. Say, Dad. Dad. It's a man, it's a man thing, is it, Pat? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, you say, well, I just keep saying, Dad. 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 Well, finally, he listens. He turns around and says, what? Uh, you know, and then, then you can actually get his attention and start asking him a question. And, you know, that takes about a minute. But, um, uh, you know, I like to think that when I zone out, it's relatively easy to get my attention. But again, I wouldn't know because I only know when I come to attention. Um, <coughs> I don't know, but you, you, you know, it felt like you haven't been heard before. I've been on both sides of that. Obviously, I've been on the side where I haven't been listening, as I've just explained, um, or I've been, I've been on the sides where I have been heard. Um, and again, it can feel like the person you're talking to doesn't care. Research would show that what we hear, we retain about 25% of it. Just a quarter. Just a quarter of what you hear, you retain. So of a 10-minute presentation, people well actually, people initially understand and retain about 50%. But after 48 hours, that drops to 25. So, I mean, this morning, you're going to remember maybe about half of what I say uh, immediately after service. By the time Tuesday comes around, you're going to remember a quarter. Who knows, maybe in a week you won't remember any of it. But I hope that you will remember some of what I say this morning. Um, but, I mean, that's a lot of information that's forgotten. I mean, imagine uh, going back to that skydiving example for the first time. You know, uh, imagine if you were skydiving first time and you're doing it by yourself. It's not a tandem skydive, it's just you. And you're sitting, you're listening to the instructional briefing beforehand. If you, I mean, even if you only retain 50%, that's not going to go well. I'll tell you what, I mean, (laughs) 50% of what you're listening to gets retained. What are the chances are that you're going to miss something super important? Well, 50%. Um, <laughs> you're 50% likely to miss something important. That's, that's pretty dangerous. Um, uh, it's very risky. Um, and that's probably why people tandem jump for the first time, so it's not entirely on you um, to have to, to remember everything. Um, uh, but again, it's something we have to recognize the importance of is actually listening. Because the consequences of listening of not listening can either be you know, quite small or they can be very, very large. But listening is something that we can also improve. 
So I know I said that on average, people retain about 25%, but you can improve that. And there's actually um, some very simple things that you can do. It's just like any other skill, it is trainable. And you can learn to listen better. And I mean, there's a, there's a few things that you can do. Firstly, you can write notes. You know, writing notes is a really good way. If you're writing notes this morning, great stuff. Um, you're probably going to remember more, th- more of what I say, which is awesome. Um, but there are, I mean, there are other things you can do. I mean, one, one of the things that I, I've, I've read and I've, I've done myself is if you think you know what the person's talking about already, you kind of switch your brain off and just stop paying attention. Um, and immediately that kind of just, oh, you, you just disengage and you're going to le- remember even less. So first thing is to never assume you know what the person is going to say. That's a great, great little tip right there. Um, or or to, to assume that it's going to be boring. Um, that's also quite good. Um, don't do that. Again, probably quite rude. Um, um, pay attention. Like, look at the person that is speaking. You know, again, another really simple way of being able to increase how much you retain while you're listening. It's something we should try to do. Because the thing is, without listening, healthy relationships cannot exist. If you're not listening, it's not going to be healthy. Um, again, it, you end up with individuals who do whatever the heck they want, and they don't really, li- well, again, they don't listen to whatever the other person's saying. Listening is the key to a healthy re- relationship, or at least one of the keys. And it's the same with our relationship with God. You know, I mean, if, if we're not l- talking with God, and we're not listening to what He's saying back to us, I mean, what, what is that relationship really like? You know what I mean? If we're not, we're not actually hearing God and we're not listening to what he's saying to us, seems maybe more of a superficial relationship, dare I say. You know, um, not trying to make that sound harsh. <laughs> but, you know, we, we have this awesome ability to connect with God through what Jesus Christ did on the cross. He lives, he died for us so we could have salvation, redeeming us of our sin, bridging the gap between us and God that sin brought about. But that wasn't just so we could be saved and have eternal life. That is so we can be in relationship with Him again. Relationship requires listening. So if we aren't listening to God, we're not reaching our full potential in relationship with Him. Or in our walk with Jesus, we're not reaching our full potential. In order for us to move forward, we need to be able to hear what He's saying. Um, In John 10, Jesus says that He is the shepherd the sheep know his voice and they follow him. Relationship with Jesus, I'll say it again, involves knowing his voice, listening to, and following him. I mean, knowing what God says is it's pretty important. You know, it directs, it guides us. It can stop us from making some pretty dumb decisions. Um, it can encourage us. Like when we're in not such a good space, being able to listen to what God is saying. You know, we just sang, I am who you say I am. You know, we're listening to what God says. If we're, if we're listening to what goes on in our head or what other people, what they, who they say we are, again, we're not necessarily going to be in a great space. Um, I mean, the Word of God corrects us. All Scripture is God-breathed. Uh, I mean, the Word of God, the Bible, the what we read um, in church, um, it's from God. It's Word. It's, it's, it's living. It's active. It, it speaks to us. We need to be listening because... And um, if you wanted the title for my message um, this morning, it would be this. God is speaking, but are you listening? Sometimes 
we aren't hearing or listening to God, though, because we just don't know what He sounds like. Uh, we don't know how. And admittedly, it can feel like hearing God's voice is a lot harder than hearing the voice of the person sitting next to you. Um, and I've been there, again, and know what it's like to feel like I don't know what, you know, what God is saying or, or, or what He's trying to say to me, but God is always speaking, and we've just got to learn to hear Him. Um, so, but then the question is, well, how do, how do I listen to God? How do I hear Him if I don't know His voice, and how do I learn to hear His voice better? Um, well, the Bible's great because it tells us how. how. So we're going to go to, that's my daughter screaming, by the way. Um, she's very loud. Um, I have to listen to that a lot of the day. Um, <laughs> wow, no, actually my wife does, again. Um, I'm at work, so, but anyway, it's beside the place. We're going to go to the Word now. So we're going to go to 1 Samuel chapter 3. If you want to go with, uh, in your Bibles there, uh, 1 Samuel chapter 3. Um, and we're going to read verses 1 through to 11. Um, so, the boy, uh, so it says here, the boy Samuel uh, ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming weak so that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, Here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. But Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Again, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. My son, Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. A third time, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli, Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. But at this point, Eli's, oh man, if I was getting woken up in the night, I'd be like, Dad, it's me. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Um, but Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, Go and lie down, and if he calls you, say, Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there, calling as at the other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. And the Lord said to Samuel, See, I'm about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hears it tingle. It just took Samuel saying, Speak. And God spoke. Um, I mean, here we are, we're, we're, this, is, this is reading about Samuel, who was a boy, he was around 11 or 12 years old, uh, and as we read in verse 7, he had not yet encountered God, he did not know who God was, the Word of God had not been revealed to him yet. He didn't know who God, what, what God's voice sounded like, um, but in this passage, we, we gain insight onto, into how we actually hear what God is saying. Um, and so this morning, I wanted to talk with you about three ways that we can help hear God's voice. And uh, they're relatively simple, um, but if you do them, again, you'll learn to hear God's voice. Um, and so I, I just encourage you, listen um, to, to this this morning, and, and just if, if you're in a place where you're struggling to hear what God's saying to you now, or you've always struggled, it's not you. 
maybe we just need maybe you just need to push a bit harder into what God is wanting to say. But and and and, and again, I'm not. I don't want this to be a discouraging. Oh, I've, I've tried so many times, but God, I just can't hear Him. I, I I believe God wants to speak to you. God wants to speak to all of us. He wants that personal relationship to be able to speak with all of us. We just need to position ourselves correctly. So that's our, that's our first point this morning, is we need to position ourselves to hear from him. Um, so, I mean, at the beginning of this passage, um, in verse 1, it says, um, well, no, it doesn't actually say in verse 1. Um, but leading up to this, this chapter, um, the first two chapters of 1 Samuel is about uh, Samuel's mother, Hannah. Uh, she was married, um, and she was barren. Um, and she wasn't able to have any children. Uh, and so um, she was not very happy because um, her husband had, an, had another wife who was bearing lots of children. Uh, and she was obviously quite, quite sad about that whole um, situation. And so she was pleading with God, God, please give me a son. I will n- never let a razor touch his head and I will dedicate him to you for his whole life. Um, and so God gives her a son, and she does that. She dedicates him to God. After he's weaned, he goes to the temple, and he lives there. He lives in the temple um, where the presence of God was. The passage starts with, in those days, the word of the Lord was rare. It wasn't really common for people to be hearing what God was saying. In fact, um, it was really only the prophets of Israel who would hear, and even at that time in Israel's history, there weren't that many prophets around, if any. Um, Israel wasn't exactly close to God at this point in history. It was a tr- the voice of God, or listening to it, was like a tradition of the past, not a current experience. And so here's Samuel. He's growing up in the temple, um, and uh, basically that's where the presence of God was. He lived where God was present, where God would speak. Um, now, I mean, that's important because if we're not positioning ourselves where God is, how are we going to hear from him? I mean, great for Samuel, he was in, in the temple at all times, but thankful, thankfully for Jesus, Jesus dying on the cross, he bridged that gap. We don't, we don't have to be in a temple anymore. We don't have to be in this building to hear God's voice. Like, there's nothing special about this room. Um, it is a, a, a vessel that we use to, to operate on a Sunday, but it's not. It's, it's not a special building. You can hear God's voice wherever you are. But how often do we fill our life up with so many distractions that basically it takes us far, far away from being able to hear what God wants to say? We're so busy. Our lives are so full. We sometimes just don't make space. We don't make space to hear Him. There are so many other voices that are competing you know, there's, there's things to do at work, there's, there's um, chores to do at home, there's, uh, you know, Netflix to watch, there's, uh, you know, there's so many other things out there to do that we just don't make space. But, I mean, immediately, I mean, if then we say we can't hear God, then perhaps we just haven't stepped into that making space for Him. We need to position ourselves to be able to hear. We need to make space aside from the distractions. Having a regular time during the day where you, you know, read your Bible, you pray, you spend time trying to listen to God is super, super, super valuable. 
Um, in order to hear from God, that's what we need to be doing. Um, because it is very easy to forgo time with God. It's very easy to just either, you know, just skip and because you've got other things to do. Or, or just tick box and, and, you know, read your Bible and then put it down and, and move on with your day. Um, I know for me, like, one of my biggest distractors is my phone. Who here spends a lot of time on their phone? I spend way too much time on my phone, probably, even still. Um, but God, you know, how can God speak when I'm just so focused on whatever else I'm doing? So the first thing we need to do is we need to position ourselves to hear from God. We need to put aside distractions. Yeah? So the second uh, thing that we need to do is we need to learn about God's character. So the first thing, we need to position ourselves to hear from God. Second thing, we need to learn about God's character. Um, uh, and we need to learn to, to recognize His voice. So when Samuel was hearing his name spoken, when God said, Samuel, he didn't know what God sounded like. He had no clue. It was it just went straight over his head. God was speaking, uh, but Samuel did not recognize the voice. Uh, and again, going back to um, verse 7, at this point in Samuel's life, being an 11 or 12-year-old boy, he had not encountered God yet. Um, and so he didn't know what God sounds like. Um, he went to Eli three times because, I mean, as you would, if you heard your name being called and you didn't know any better, you'd assume it was somebody in, in your house just calling out to you. Um, fair enough. Um, and it even took three times before even Eli realized that God was calling um, to Samuel. Um, so, I mean, recognizing when it is God takes time. And we need to realize that it doesn't sometimes come immediately. Um, sometimes we have to learn about who God is in order to be able to hear what he's saying. Um, it's just like getting to know anybody. Um, I'm sure that, I mean, there's people in this room that I don't know. Um, I don't know your name, and I don't know what you do for a living. Um, and I, I, don't, I wouldn't be able to recognize your voice if you were to say my name. If I was to turn around and somebody were to shout my name out, I wouldn't necessarily be able to tell who it was if I don't know you already, right? Um, it's the same with God. If we, if we don't learn to know who God is, we can't recognize His voice when He's speaking to us. And so we need to spend time building our relationship with God. We need to spend time learning about who He is. And going back to the Word of God, that's how we find out who, who God is. He's given us the Bible, His Word, so that we can understand about His character, so we can know every, all the promises that He's got for us. But also, if we, hear, if we think we're hearing God, and it doesn't line up with what it says in the Bible, maybe it's not God. But at the same time, if it does, maybe it is. Um, so, I mean, for example, if, if you think you hear God as saying, steal a car, um, it's probably not God. Um, if, if you think you're hearing God say, spend all day in bed watching Netflix, again, it's probably not God. Um, if you hear God saying you should pray for your friend or your colleague or your family member or, or somebody on the side of the street who seems to be struggling, maybe it is God. And, and maybe you, sh you should. You should listen to that. Um, so, I mean, part of it is going to God's Word to understand who He is and His character. But sometimes also to be able to work out if we're hearing from God, we need to seek, people, seek out people who have heard from God before. Samuel went down the hallway to call to Eli because that's who he knew. 
Um, and it was Eli who realized that it was God who was speaking. Who are the wise people in your world? Who are the people who, who you know are close to God, who you can ask, is this God or is this not? You know, is it, it, am, I, am I hearing from God correctly? And, and they can help guide and say, well, I mean, either, yes, that, that is, I mean, well, potentially, does that line up with the Word of God? Is that, is that right? Or, no, actually, maybe that's not what God is saying to you in the season. Having those wise people in your life is very, very, very helpful. So, again, need to learn about God's character. And then the third thing, um, and th- this is probably the, the uh, I reckon, the most, uh, the most important of the three. Uh, um, in order to hear God speaking, we need to stop and actually listen. Again, um, Eli's advice to Samuel was to say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. All Samuel had to do was take a step to actively listen to what God was saying. He had to step in and actually say, God, I'm here. I'm ready to hear what you've said. And then stop talking. Wait for God to speak. We need to actively listen. Going back to um, kind of those, those things about how to listen well. You know, we need to, we need to not be, be quick to speak, but we need to be quick to listen. Uh, because if we're always speaking, it's really hard to hear somebody talking. Uh, and then you end up competing and who's talking louder, right? Um, you know, we need to stop and listen. Um, again, if we're only retaining about even 25% of what we hear, um, and, but we're also trying to then do multiple different things while we're trying to listen to somebody speak. Who's done that? You know, you're trying to, um, you know, cook dinner, and then you're trying to listen to a podcast at the same time, or you're listening to, or you're trying to have conversation. Sometimes it's really, really hard. I mean, I can't do two things at once, generally very well at all. Um, so when, when we come to, to trying to listen to somebody while you're talking to them over the top of them, it, it becomes quite hard. So, Again, if we're praying, sometimes we just need to stop and say, God, what do you want to say to me this morning? Um, I mean, in the past, I'm definitely guilty of that. Um, Again, it comes back to the distraction thing. I spend too much time either on the phone or doing anything else that takes me away from actually hearing what God wants to say, and I haven't actually stopped to listen. Or I do just read my Bible, and then I put it down and move on with my day, but I haven't stopped and said, God, what are you saying to me today? You know, I mean, am I I, I saying that God can't get your attention over all the other things in life? No, of course not. If God wants your attention, He's going to get it. Uh, I'm sure he will. It's going to be clear if he wants to say something to you that is important. But one thing I have learned in my life is that when hearing God, he's not forceful. He's not pushy. Yeah, he provokes change in us and he convicts us. But he is a loving God and he's not going to really force his way through. Not at all times. Again, sometimes he needs to get your attention and he will. Um, But other times... We just need to stop and listen so we can actually hear. I mean, I believe that there are some people here today who God is calling out to you, to you right now. Maybe this week, he's trying to speak. He's saying your name. He's calling out, Samuel, Samuel. I'll insert your name here, you know. <laughs> ben, 
Ben. But we're not hearing because either we don't recognize or we don't know uh, or we haven't stopped to just actually say, God, what are you saying to me? Um, and, I, and I do believe that in order for us to move forward as a church, we need to all be able to hear what God is saying. Uh, we need to all be able to hear what God wants to do, and we need to not wait for somebody up here to go, go and do this because God has said to do this, or, or whatever it might be. We need to be able to hear in our workplaces when God's saying, pray for your colleague, or go buy them a coffee, or maybe you just need to go and have a chat with them and listen to how they're going today. Maybe, uh, yeah, simply asking somebody how they're doing and sitting there and listening. But sometimes we just need to hear what God is saying to us to prompt us to move forward. You know, the one other thing that I do believe that sometimes stops us from hearing God is that we don't believe He wants to speak to us. We think we're either, we're different, so uh, we can't hear God, uh, or we're not worthy of hearing God's voice. And that's just a straight up lie. God wants relationship with you. God wants to speak to you. He's not trying to be distant. Going right back to the beginning of the Bible, God dwelled in the garden with Adam and Eve. He dwelled, He walked around with them. He didn't just create and then walk off and leave us. He never wanted to leave us. Unfortunately, sin was the thing that came in and stopped us from connecting with God properly. But that's why Jesus came, so we could bridge that gap and bring that relationship back. Jeremiah 33, uh, verse 3 says, Call to me, and I will answer you. And I will tell you great and hidden things you have not known. He's not silent. He wants to talk. And he wants us to talk back. Really, that's all praying is, is talking to God and listening to him speak back to us. Why don't you all stand to your feet this morning? In the last month, oh, we've been doing that full access series, right? Who, who did, you know, some of those devotionals? And, and yeah, amazing. We have full access to God, all of His promises. We have full access to His power. We have full access to relationship with Him. Nothing with God is off limits. Our starting point with God is abundance. We lack nothing. We are co-heirs with Christ. So, we need to sometimes just realize that God is, is there and speaking. You're not unworthy of hearing God's voice. Let me say it again. You're not unworthy to hear God's voice. He is speaking to you. I want us to, to spend a bit of time this morning actually just worshiping God. Because I believe that in order for us to hear God, we need to actually take a, a step forward into worship. Worship is us surrendering ourselves to God, but then also deepening our relationship with Him.
connecting with him. Going back to John 10, Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Following Jesus means knowing God and hearing his voice. For us here this morning, are you listening to God? How was your relationship with him going? Can I encourage you? Make time for him as you would in any other relationship. Get rid of distractions. Learn to recognize his voice. And then stop and listen. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Check out our website at equipuschurch.com forward slash Christchurch.